0: This program is part of the Cosmic Potato Podcast Network. For more shows like this, visit our website at CosmicPotato.com.
1: Hi, this is Shane.
2: And this is Virginia. And this is Wait, You've Never Seen, a podcast dedicated to discussing well-known movies and TV shows that one of us has never seen.
1: And today we're starting off our month of threes by discussing Wait You've Never Seen, Die Hard with a Vengeance.
2: Oh my goodness.
1: Which is Die Hard 3. Yes. N- n- but nobody calls it that. I think everybody calls it that, right?
2: Should, we, should I redo it with Die Hard 3? So no, can
1: do that? no the, movie's, okay. the movie's called what it is.
2: Now, you have very strong opinions about Die Hard 3. Die Hard with a Vengeance. Do you know who else has very strong opinions? Who? Our guest today. Oh, no. Founder of the Cosmic Potato Podcast Network, Sean. Hello, Sean.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yippee-ki-yay. I heard he's founder and discoverer.
2: That is (laughs) indeed the word.
0: (laughs) I I discovered the podcast and made it my own. (laughs) Nice.
2: So, um, if... People are just tuning in. This might be their first episode or their second episode. We did um, the first Die Hard movie. was our very first episode. Episode 1. Yeah. Then we did Die Hard 2. Die Harder. Um, <laughs> in March, that was episode 26. And now we're at Die Hard 3. Die Hard with a Vengeance.
0: The Die Hardening. <laughs> <laughs> the Die Hard Trilogy.
2: So... There's more movies though. Words
0: I know. <laughs> it was called the Die Hard Trilogy until the fourth one came out.
2: <laughs> Pentology. Hey. Pentop. Anyway. So I just have a couple of trigger warnings. Bruce Willis walks into Harlem with a sandwich board that has the N word spelled out plain as day on it. It doesn't say mm-hmm. N word, it says the actual word. Mm-hmm. Which is very. Ju- I think I audibly gasped. I did not expect to see. That re- is not what I expected to see. The reveal
1: of that was interesting because upon first watching, you're like, okay, what's going You have
0: no idea what's going on. It's real disorienting. Yeah. And this is, okay, so Virginia, this is your first time seeing the movie, right? Yes. Shane, have you ever seen the TV version? The, like, uh, you the, mean the like edited, edited version? Yeah. No, I have yeah. not. Okay, yeah, so. what do they do?
1: That's Well, that's
0: the when, when they film that scene, when they film the scene, the sign actually says, I hate everybody and they went back and digitally exactly. changed ed, where it says everybody they digitally changed it to the n word for the theatrical cut because uh, they didn't want him actually walking around harlem with that written on a sandwich board when they were Walmart. filming and stuff so, but on the on the tv version hit the sign that says i hate everybody you know and i'm like so do i <laughs> like we can get um, behind this guy yeah yeah so when you watch the TV version, it's, it's funny because to see these guys get that riled up and murderous over somebody saying that they hate everybody. <laughs>
2: um, this is set in New York City, and there is basically terrorism. That's what the movie is about, a terrorist. Um, and there are school children under threat, which turns out to be a fake bomb, but... That isn't known until almost the end. So that can be a little stressful, especially in today's climate, terrorism, school children. Um, So that's all I had for the trigger warnings.
1: So, Virginia, what three things did you expect from this movie?
2: So, um, I had no idea really what to expect from the third installment of the Die Hard Trilogy Pintology. And um, so you sent me the poster. Mm-hmm. And so I said, Will we finally be in New-, New York? It looks like the Empire State Building is in the background of the poster. Mm-hmm. My second expectation is Holly will be in danger yet again. Mm. And my <laughs> third expectation is obviously another Yippie Kaye motherfucker. <laughs> it's a thing now, it has to happen.
1: I suppose if you're not going to coin another, you know phrase.
2: He did sort of toward the end like right when he's killing Jeremy Irons he says something like say hello to your brother and that kind of rhymed with yippee Kaye, yay mother <laughs> so I was like oh is this did we maybe get the TV edit instead <laughs> or is this like a new thing?
0: Now the TV edit would have been yippee Kaye, mister Falcon <laughs>
2: Oh my gosh, they really do? Means-
0: that's really a thing, yeah. And and uh, this is something that you uh from from Die Hard 2, um, the TV edit when he lights that uh fuel that fuel sh- string on fire and mm-hmm. it goes up and blows up the plane and yeah. everything. He said, and the uh, TV version, he says, Yippee yay Mr. Falcon. <laughs>
1: do they have? Do they establish that there's a Mr. Falcon on board?
0: No, no, there is nobody in the movie called Mr. Falcon. Wow. <laughs> That's so weird. 90s 90s uh TV edits for to take out cursing and stuff were almost funnier. It was almost worth watching the movie just for that. If, especially if you watch a rated R film like this or Friday. Friday is hilarious <laughs> when you watch the TV. Oh my god. Yeah. Oh my gosh.
1: Why do I feel like there there must be a uh, a YouTube collection of Probably. the very worst or very best?
0: Well, I mean, like snakes on a plane. Samuel Jackson TV edit. He says, "I'm tired of these monkey fighting snakes on this Monday to Friday plane." <laughs> oh, that's right. I forgot about that. Wow.
1: Monday to Friday plane. You're you're almost okay. Yeah, monkey. I guess
0: that's fine. Which if they Someone made a might movie, say that called, if they made a movie called Monkey Fighting Snakes, I'd go see it. I mean. Oh, yeah.
2: (laughs) That'd be pretty entertaining.
1: So, did you, (laughs) Virginia, did you expect to like this movie or not?
2: Well, when I saw the poster, I was intrigued because, and the print was a little too big to miss, both Jeremy Irons and Samuel L. Jackson were listed, and I'm like, okay, this, not really sure what to expect, but these are some big names, even for the 90s, Um, but I also know that both of you have wildly different opinions of this movie, (laughs) so I honestly was not entirely sure what to expect.
1: So, how many stars did you give it?
2: I just gave it three stars. Neutral. That's neutral.
1: Yeah. Okay. So, what was your guess for your uh, one sentence IMDb summary?
2: Carl Winslow flies from L.A. to New York City <laughs> to meet up with his old buddy, John McClane. But in the middle of their reunion, Holly is kidnapped by Jeremy Irons and Samuel L. Jackson. <laughs> and the two must team up yet again to save the day.
0: Uh, so you, you thought Samuel L. Jackson was the vi- a villain, right?
2: Yeah. Yeah. Okay.
0: Mm-hmm. Probably because he's black.
2: Oh, my God. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so...
1: You're not going to ask me what IMDb says? What
2: does IMDb say? Well, I'm glad you
1: asked. So, <laughs> Die Hard with a Vengeance came out in 1995. Rated R. 128 minutes. Action adventure thriller. John McClane and a Harlem... There are... there are Spoilers all through this. Stupid summary. Okay. okay. John McClane... <laughs> And the Harlem store owner are targeted by German terrorist Simon Gruber in New York yes. City, where he plans to rob the Federal Reserve Building, which you don't know for an hour.
0: <laughs> right. That's a giant, that's a pretty big twist to be given away in the summary.
2: Yeah. Right. Yeah. So it was set in New York. So that was check on that. Um, Holly wasn't in this at all, which kind of surprised me, except He's on the phone. she was on the phone <laughs> yelling at him for leaving her hanging literally again. Mm-hmm. yeah, and we did get a yippy Kaye motherfucker, <laughs> but but didn't feel like I didn't feel like his heart was in it.
1: It was already all over. Everything was already over. It
0: wasn't, like, yeah, delivered. At the right time, I don't he think he was beat to hell and back by the time he got to that scene. He yeah. was he was wore out, and he'd had a really bad headache all day. True, <laughs> aspirin does not put a dent
1: in a hangover. That's another thing I learned from this movie. <laughs> so, has your <laughs> has your opinion changed of this movie?
2: I mean, honestly, some of it was really good,
1: mm-hmm.
2: and some of it. I literally yelled at the TV, are you fucking kidding me right now? I'm thinking specifically of, like, the Dr. Evil-esque nature of tying the two good guys to the top of a bomb and then lowering the bomb into some contraption and then leaving them there. Like, yeah, yeah. that is Batman and Robin. Austin Powers and Doctor Evil. Like, what is even happening? So- you could
1: just shoot them. Everyone has a gun. Just shoot them and kill them and move on, and you'll. It's
0: a, that's a a a typical MacGyver, uh, the A Team type of uh, thing for the bad guy. He just assumes that his uh, that all of his plans are going to fall into place and that the bad guy is going to be killed. And then when he sees him later, he's all surprised. <laughs> Oh my god! So
2: just just for that ridiculous scene, like I could not even believe that. I have to give it two point five. I could not. Mm. I could not. Well, that, that was kind of
0: typical. That's kind of typical of 90, 90s uh, action movies, though. I mean they they're they're more if like especially like Lethal Weapon, they're more comedy and action than they are you know good sense. <laughs> Sure. Because uh, in the nineties in the nineties, people didn't expect their action movies to be smart the way that they do now. You know, we we go see like um London Has Fallen or something like that. We expect our action movies to be serious and to to take itself seriously and to be really smart, you know, John Wick, you know, that kind of thing. But in the nineties we wanted to have some action. We wanted to laugh a lot too, you know, so it was a little more comic booky type you know action
2: yeah but the like in that instance like you have to sell me either on there's danger or haha this is funny but you can't try to do them both at the same time like haha they're on top of this bomb that i'm supposed to totally believe is a real bomb but surely since this is like a james bond type scene they will escape like for me personally i I did not like that. I thought it was too over the top.
1: Yeah. I mean, when I watch the first maybe 3 Terminator movies, there's moments where I'm like, "Okay, this is a real scary thing happening." And then they can have you know, moments of, you know, genuine humor at the same time. Like I think there's a way to there's a way to balance those two, but honestly, I'm for fun. Like, part of what makes Die Hard movies great, typically, is that they are fun. <laughs> but, like, I, I feel like, and I think that this is actually probably, uh, probably true, Bruce Willis just gets to say whatever the hell he wants as John McClane. So if he wants to keep making Christmas references, even though it's, like, what, late summer, early fall? There was and, a
2: back-to-school sign. He just
1: keeps... Going, oh yeah, yeah, Santa and the reindeer. Like, man, I get it, I get it, but like, it's not quite a wink and a nod at the camera, but it is. It's just not. I no, I don't get that. I'm not for
0: that. I'm against it. I went back and listened to the last, the other two podcasts that you guys did for the first two movies last night. Uh-oh. And so so Shane made a comment in the second one, I think, where he said that... First of all, he said you guys were going to skip this one. <laughs> he said that you were going to go straight to the... Uh, like the that's like the fifth one. What? And, no, uh, the fourth and one. Because, The and fifth and he, one's not... The spy one? The spy one's bad. Yeah. You know what, it,
1: someone else is going to listen to this. Because that's what happened. We I found out that you loved three. So I'm like, all right, we're doing it.
0: <laughs> So you said that the uh, the Die Hard with a Vengeance was the least Die Hardy was your quote yes. of the, oh, of and the- I, look if you want to get into it I can prove to you that it's not a
1: Die
2: Hard
0: movie but well, no, of- no, no no
2: I want to no, say a no, couple of things before y'all actually get into okay. it Okay Okay Go ahead Just two things something I literally wrote like literally wrote down Okay This was after he got the first phone call and he said something like um, 35th und park or something like in the subtitles, it said und. So I wrote down bad guy is German (laughs) question mark, maybe related to the guys from the first movie. Mm -hmm. I figured that out in like the first half hour and it took John freaking McClane till the last, 20 minutes of the movie to realize hey this might be hans gruber's brother
0: isn't he supposed to be a smart guy
2: i mean oh no he didn't he
0: didn't figure it out they flat out this is hans gruber's brother right when they were all sitting in that van yeah he didn't figure it out they told him (laughs) yeah exactly i'm just
2: saying you get a call from a guy with a german accent and you recently killed a german guy you're not gonna make that connection in your head like he shouldn't have she he shouldn't have had to have been told by the fbi cia guys he should have already known because he killed hans gruber terrorists of a feather flock together it's just a thing <laughs> okay and then my second thing was oh my god could they please stop playing when johnny comes marching home again because it doesn't make a damn bit of sense in this movie it's like a civil war song,
0: mm-hmm, mm-hmm, not. Mm-hmm, 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 mm-hmm. Well, I've never, like, yeah. I've never understood why that, why they made that choice.
2: Like yeah, like John, John McCl- Johnny, Johnny John McClane, I, I guess, know, but,
0: but it, he's not at war.
2: It was, it was irritating. Okay, I'm done.
0: And Please, because I have a, a, I have a, a one year old grandson. Every time they started playing the music, I started singing, "The ants go marching one by one, <laughs> <laughs>
1: That's
0: funny. Okay, so um, I agree with you, Shane, that this is not the same formula of the first two. Ah, I
1: rest my case. (laughs) I'm just kidding.
0: But it is. But that—that's why I like it because it's. uh, If you go back, and this is very like film school of me, but uh, which I I never went to film school. But um, if you go back and look at trilogies. Which this was considered, they were trying to make the third part of a trilogy when they made this. The third part of a trilogy usually doesn't conform to the same formula they used in the other two, and usually there's a part of the story that cycles back to the first. movie. You know, they they did that with the Godfather. They did, you know, they do they do that with a lot of uh, a lot of threes. Yeah, but guess. well, the
1: the the formula is sometimes introduce the characters, put the characters in
0: hell, and then redeem the characters in the third well, yeah, that's when that's when they are planning planning to do a trilogy from the very beginning. They didn't. Right. They wanted, but they wanted to make this into the third part of it and turn and turn it into a trilogy. At this point, you know. So, mm-hmm. um. So yeah, the 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 fact that it's not set in one location was intentional. They the the first movie was all in one building. The second movie was all in the airport. You know. So with this one, they wanted to. Span it out, make it bigger, and they wanted the city because John McLean is a New York cop, and none of his movies had been in New York yet. So they wanted New York to be a character in this movie. So there is a lot of New York. You see a lot of the city, and if you've ever been to New York, you know you'll you'll start saying, "Hey, yeah, I know where that is. I've seen that. I've seen that." You know, and uh, sure, but it's uh, but yeah, that's that's the reason that I really like this as the third part of the trilogy. And I like the fact that they bring Samuel L Jackson in, which Samuel L Jackson was really starting to become big at this point in his career. I mean, the Pulp Fiction had just come out the year before and, um, and they turned it into kind of a buddy cop thing, even though Jackson wasn't a cop, you know, but they turned it into a buddy cop because lethal weapon was a thing and it was big, you know, so they were trying to, trying to play into that a little bit too. So just this movie works on so many levels for me. And even the stupid stuff, like you know, what Virginia was pointing out earlier, that stuff <laughs> I'm okay with because I like I like for nineties action movies to do stupid stuff. Like the <sighs> fact that when when John McClane gets washed away in that uh in that pipe.
1: Oh, my gosh, daddy,
0: he comes shooting up out of the pipe, and Jackson just uh, <laughs> Zeus just happens to be driving by right then. I love that,
1: that because that's
0: a very 90s action movie thing to happen. It's true. All of those uh, skits that you see on The Simpsons where they have the uh, the Schwarzenegger type uh, character where they go see Schwarzenegger type <laughs> movies and stuff, and they're making fun of Schwarzenegger movies. Uh-huh. All those skits work because we've seen those things actually happen in movies. You know, right. The Expendables works. Because it's playing on tropes that have been building for years, and you know, and Die Hard with a Vengeance is full of those tropes. It's just fun. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, well, I
2: definitely had fun watching it.
0: The funny thing about Die Hard movies is that most of them were not even set out to be Die Hard movies. They were written to be other things, and they sit in development hell for so long that they finally just take them. You know what? Let's change this character to John McClane and let's do this, this, and this, this movie was supposed to be a movie called Simon says. Uh, and it, uh, it sat around for a long time and didn't get made, didn't get made. Then they turned it into die hard. And I, I don't know what the original script had, because obviously the original script couldn't be about Hans Gruber, Hans Gruber's brother. Sure. <laughs> so There had to be a lot of changes made to it. But yeah, it was it was originally supposed to be a film called Simon says speed two cruise control was supposed to be Die Hard Three. It was supposed to be Die Hard Three, but they Yeah. It's like Die Hard on a Boat, right? Yeah, but they didn't make it they didn't make a Die Hard movie because Under Siege had had just come out. And uh and there was so that was basically already Die Hard on a Boat, you know. So they, they turned it into Speed Two instead. So stuff that is not written to be diehard movies get made into diehard movies, and stuff that gets written to be diehard movies get turned into other things. <laughs> That's interesting.
1: Yeah, I, when I watch John McClane, I like, there's certain things that I like seeing. Like, I want him I want him to be isolated. I want him to be sort of on his own and trapped, you know, forced into a situation where he has to protect someone he loves. And I think there's a way that sort of, Write that in a way that's still interesting. That's not like okay, this is form. You know, without me looking at it and going, oh, this is formulaic. Even though you're giving me exactly what I wanted.
0: (laughs) Yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: Because I mean, real creativity to me like happens when you get things taken away from you. Like okay, you have to make this interesting and a compelling story, but you can't you can't make it a buddy cop movie. Uh, You can't use Samuel Jackson, (laughs) (laughs) like, you know what I mean? Like, you have to play in this world. I don't know, play in this world, but you still need you still need to give me diehard
0: stuff. Well, you got your PKA. It's true. I still I still feel like Bruce Willis. I still feel like he's the same character from the other two movies. You know, a lot of times they'll make a sequel to something. And the main character doesn't feel the same. He doesn't feel like he's playing the same character. And I feel like in this movie, he's still playing the same character that he played in the other two. Now I don't feel that way about the two movies that came after that. I feel like he's he's written completely differently. Well, and he's a it, superhero in in the fourth one. Yeah, he can, he he, can, he can, throw, magical he can throw a car. Yeah, he can throw a car at a helicopter and all that kind of stuff. How um, much fun is that though? Oh yeah, my no. No, uh uh live is it live free yeah live free or die hard is a fun movie. It just, it, it's, oh, not it's just it is it's not a die hard movie. You
1: say that out loud It's funny to me. <laughs> I laughed. I laughed so hard all the way through that movie. It was so much fun.
0: Did you guys ever um ever hear about the uh alternate ending that they made? That, they actually know. filmed for Die Hard with the Vengeance. No, I don't know. Yeah. They actually wrote. There was a couple of alternate endings that they wrote, but there was only one that they actually filmed. And it starts after the the scene. You know, the scene where he looks at the bottom of the aspirin bottle and he realizes that they're at the Canadian border and all that. Uh-huh. It okay.
2: took me way longer to figure that out than like I didn't realize till they pulled French. up to the pulled <laughs> up to the French, damn so hotel and I'm yeah. like, oh, that makes sense.
0: Well, he um. In the original ending, he didn't do that. I mean, he w- he he just went to the payphone and started to call his wife, and then it cuts to another scene, and it cuts to roughly six months later, and um, McLean has been he's been fired from the NYPD because the FBI thinks that he had something to do with the robbery, oh. and and he go he hunts down Simon, and he finds Simon at a bar somewhere in Hungary because the uh he 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 looked up the batch number on the bottom of the aspirin bottle and it took him to a pharmacy that was down the street from this bar and then so he found him at this bar and he goes in and uh he's he 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 talks to him and he's, he he asked him uh, you know how how's your uh, how's your friend uh, Zeus oh he's he's fine his his kids made the honor roll or something you know something stupid like that uh, and then uh he sits down and says, now we're going to play a game, you know, and he lays this this rocket launcher on the table and he's <laughs> he's taken the no, Yeah, this is crazy. It, you can look this up on YouTube. It's, a, it's like a seven minute scene. You can you can watch this. He lays a rocket launcher on the table and he's taking the directional arrows off of it. So you don't know which end is the firing end.
1: <laughs> and he lays it
0: down oh, and he tells Simon, I'm going to ask you some questions. And every time you get one wrong, every time you get one right, you can turn the rocket launcher. And when you get one wrong, you have to push the button. And so he asked him three or four different riddles. He gets them right. And then the last one, I can't remember what the question is that he asked him, but he gets it wrong. And, oh, he says, uh, what, the question was something like, what should you have brought to this meeting or something like that? And he, uh, I forgot what he said, but it was the wrong answer. So he pushes the button and the rocket launcher goes off and goes through. Simon and kills him. And, uh, <laughs> and then, uh, John McClane says uh the answer is a flak jacket. <laughs> Apparently really he had enough. a he had a flak jacket, so that if the rocket launcher had gone off in his direction, it wouldn't have killed him. But uh huh. I don't know about that. <laughs> yeah, no. Yeah. It, <laughs> that's a little it was much completely yeah, no, it, it would have killed him. But it was completely out of character because it made uh it made John McClain seem like he was out for revenge. Which is not something oh, yeah. he's really done before. Most of the people that he's killed in the past is have all been in self-defense and not because he just wanted them dead. You know, yeah, he's not. Of... It's not the Punisher. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. So it got rewritten and they and they changed the ending to what we what we have in the movie now. But yeah, mm-hmm. you can go to YouTube and you can watch that. It's just crazy. That's like it's a, a whole like mini movie. Like, don't do that to me. I... Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's the like, it's like, se- it's
0: like seven minutes long. And then at the end of it, you know, he says flak jacket or whatever. He turns and as he's walking off, you can hear him mumbling, Yippee Kay. <laughs> oh my gosh.
2: Do y'all have other things?
0: I've got, um, I've got a lot. Okay. <laughs> but... Well,
1: I, I'd like to say that I learned that, um, I dislike this movie for the same reasons that Sean likes it.
0: Yes, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and I'm
1: kind of okay with that.
0: I think the the Grubers, uh have a knack for bad American accents. <laughs> the
1: Grubers. Oh my
0: god! Not to mention bad bad German accents. <laughs> that would be it. that would be it. that would be it. they should they should make a movie called The Grubers, but. Um... <laughs> But yeah, when Jeremy Irons is pretending to be an American, he's like, holy Toledo! Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, it was good to see the World Trade Center. And uh, it made me think that I'm not sure if this movie could be made the way that it is in a post-9-11 world. I don't know if you could make a movie that has explosions, terrorist attacks in New York, and have comedy uh, surrounding it the way that this movie does, if they made it now. But... Yeah, there are
1: there are moments like when people like covered in rubble, like coming out of the 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 subway, subway station. I'm like, oh, that's that that reminds me too much. It it was it was already kind of bumming me out. You yeah, know, I thought though of I that knew it too. Was with
2: the with the powder, I was like, oh, this is bringing back some not great memories. Yeah.
0: yeah. Did you guys know? And this is not necessarily for Die Hard Harbor the Vengeance*. This is for this goes back to the the first one, just because I listened to you guys talk about the other two last night, but. Uh-huh. Did you guys know that the first movie could have starred Frank Sinatra instead of uh, Bruce Willis? It could have actually starred him. Like he would have been Frank Sinatra in his would 70s. have seventies, like
2: eighty. Yeah, <laughs>
0: would have been seventy-five. But okay, and it, it, there's a whole right. story behind it. But you guys, I thought
1: I knew Frank was involved, but I thought, oh. Does that mean this was a story
0: that was written like in the 50s or 60s? You guys uh you mentioned when you covered the first Die Hard movie that the movie was based on a novel, right? So the the first movie was based on a novel called Nothing Lasts Forever written by Roderick Thorpe. Mm. That book uh came out in the 70s, I think. Mm. And it was actually the sequel to a book that he had written back in the 50s called The Detective. Oh, okay. And they made and that and it had the same the same main character. The the detective was made into a movie with Frank Sinatra in the title role. And it's it's just a typical detective story. Yeah. It's a pretty good movie too. Huh. But um, he um he had in his contract that if they ever decided to make a sequel to the detective that he would get approached first before oh, anybody else wow so they decided to make a movie based on Roger Thorpe's next novel and and it's about his name is not John McLean i can't remember what his name is but, but it's about an older guy. It's supposed to be about a retired cop, and it's not his. It's not his wife that's being held hostage in the building. It's his daughter, and um, and it even had seen it. The, the The scene where he's hanging from the fire hose and and shoots his way into the building. That's all right. there.
1: Oh wow! And
0: uh, but they approached Frank Sinatra and said, "Do you want to do this?" He said, "No, I'm 75 years old. I don't want to do that." So uh, <laughs> so they went back. <laughs> they went back and they rewrote it for a younger character, and they went and they found Bruce Willis. Bruce Willis was doing TV at the time; he wasn't even making movies. Yeah, so, moonlighting. Uh, yeah, mm-hmm. moonlight. That was a great. I think show. he had yes. made one book. He had made uh, Blind Date. I think had come out before that.
2: Mm-hmm. Frank
0: Sinatra. made some made some good movies back in the day. was um, road movies. But the de- but the detective was was I th- I think it's a pretty good movie, but it's not. Like an action movie, it's a cop movie, you know.
1: You know, now that I know that, I wonder if there are some curmudgeonly things that they just held over for for John McClane. You know, Bruce <laughs> Willis playing John McClane, like like the inability or um, his uh, his refusal to learn new technology. Like that's an old man thing. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, and, yeah. and to distrust it. <laughs> My grandfather stopped all technology in his house, all new technology after about nineteen seventy-five.
0: Yeah, my grandfather used to listen to a scanner all the time to listen to what the police were doing. Which that reminded me also, Virginia, you were you asked in the in the last in the first episode that you guys did. You were wondering why all the radio all the radios were on the same (laughs) frequency. And I was sitting there, I was listening to it, and I was like, Well, I wish I was on this so I could tell them um those radios cuz my grandfather used to have a scanner those yeah. radios have a scan function so that they they're listening to all the channels at once so and whenever uh-huh. somebody starts talking it doesn't matter what channel they're on when someone starts talking if you've got your radio on scan it'll stop and it'll let you hear what they're saying and then it'll uh-huh. keep cycling through so police scanner they're going through all of the they're scanning all the channels at once. Gotcha. Oh, okay. So, so there's no, yeah, there's no secret channel, right? There's no... Yeah, I mean, can, you work. can say, I'm, like, I, like I'll say, you know, Shane and I are going to talk to each other. We're going to talk on channel 13. But if you're not on channel 13, then you can't hear what we're saying. But if you've got your radio set to scan, then when, when, when I start talking, when your radio hits channel 13 on that scan, it's going to stop. And it's going to stay there until I finish talking. And then you can look at your radio and you can tell what channel we're on and then you can stop it on that channel so you can join the conversation if you want. That's with a, with a radio, not with a scan. A scanner won't let you join the conversation. They didn't want everybody just getting in on the, co- on the cops' conversations and stuff. But, but yeah, if you were a cop and you had your radio on scan, then you could stop and, and you could you know give instructions or whatever. Hmm.
2: Yeah, I grew up in a tiny little town that did not have a police force, so... The things you learn. <laughs> oh, wow. We depended on the state police. True story. Okay. <laughs> um, I'm
0: staring at her. What? Oh. What
2: else you got, Sean?
0: Um, let's see. I, I I did like the line where um, are you aiming for these people? No. Well, maybe that mime. <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. maybe and then the lady said, "I'm gonna marry Donald Trump." <laughs>
1: Oh, God. Yeah, and
0: uh, Hillary Clinton's also mentioned randomly in this movie,
1: too, yeah. right? Yeah, that's right. That's so strange. <laughs> was she um, running for...
2: No, no she wasn't
1: running they for... They were talking
2: about the 42nd president, who had been Bill Clinton. Yeah, Clinton um, was... And he said, Hillary Clinton, and the other one said, no, she would be the 43rd. Oh, right. Bill yeah. is the 42nd. Right. Right. I'm like, yeah,
0: Clinton oh, was president at the time, right. yeah. um. I liked uh, the scene where Simon uh, gives them that riddle when they're on the payphone. It's one of the first riddles and they're like 10 seconds late. So they dive on the ground and they start screaming that there's a bomb and then the bomb doesn't go off. And then somebody says, welcome to New York. And then somebody, (laughs) somebody puts money in Zeus's hand. (laughs)
1: Oh my
2: goodness. And
0: this was, uh, this was, like I said before, this was the year after um, Pulp Fiction came out. So, they were still in that phase where if you have Samuel Jackson in your movie he has to scream a lot right <laughs> so he did a lot, he did a lot of screaming in this movie too so which uh, Bruce Willis was in that movie too so yeah Butch which i don't think that they were they were to, they weren't together in pulp fiction i think they had, there was one no. scene where they walked past each other but they well, weren't actually on they didn't actually talk to each other in pulp fiction
1: yeah, it's, he's there with Jules. Is there with uh, Vincent Vega, in and Vincent bar. says something. Yeah, and then he says something <laughs> to Butch, and Butch is like, what are you looking at Big Palooka?" Or, or no, wait, that was Vega. Anyway, I'm gonna get this wrong. Yeah, they were in the same room together, but I don't think they. Really I think he says
0: he he tells he tells Vega something like, uh, uh, "Are you staring at me, friend?" Or something like that. And he said, "I'm not your friend," or something like that. Yeah, yeah. But and and Jules was off to the side, but he didn't. He wasn't part of that conversation. And Jules had already. He went to walk the earth while, when. Uh,
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. When Vega, and yeah, if he hadn't, if Jules hadn't done that, then Butch would have been dead. Right. Because they probably would have both been sent to 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 wait in, in Butch's apartment. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Bedside table on the kangaroo.
0: Okay, I will stop. <laughs>
1: say the words.
0: Oh, okay.
1: Anyway, are we move moving...
0: <laughs> Are we ready to move on? Yeah, I think that's smoke? that's all I've got for this for general discussion.
2: So, Bechtel test.
0: No. no.
1: Yeah.
2: Surprised? I was surprised it fails, but I was surprised at how many named female characters there were.
1: Really? How there many was, are we talking?
2: There was Connie, there was Principal Martinez, there was Katya, Pamela, Wanda Shepherd. I think there were a couple more, but that That's was all five. I wrote down. Wow. But, none but none of them, of them ever talk talked to, each, to other. each
0: other. Well, there's there's one scene where the principal talks to one of the teachers, but you can't hear anything they're saying, and the teacher is not a named character.
2: Right. Mm. I thought of that, too, and I'm like, God, I hope they say something where we can hear them, but nope. Yeah. Nope.
0: And then that but- one, the the uh, Gruber's uh, girlfriend, she doesn't say anything. Other than oh yeah Katya yeah that's really weird
2: yeah that that was it was I thought it was very weird that she didn't say anything like it was never
0: right did she say a word in the whole
2: movie
0: no there was one scene at the end where she just she screamed and she shot a gun at the at the helicopter that's about it Mm.
2: so yes fail but not surprising for a 1990s action movie. I know I'm not the target audience for that, so
1: mm-hmm.
2: it's to be expected. Um, you already kind of talked about your opinions about the movie. I have
1: to say, I did when we sat down to watch this. I'm like, you know what? I'm gonna try to. I did actually try to set aside my my predisposition to hate this movie. <laughs> I'm like, you know what? I'm just gonna try to
0: watch this and enjoy it. I don't I- like this movie as much as the first movie. Yeah. But I like it more than the second one. And I like it a lot better than the two that came after that.
1: So which do you think is the very worst
0: of all five of them? Oh, the fifth one. The fifth one's awful. Yeah. The fifth one should not even be called Die
1: Hard. There's no fun. There's no fun at all in that movie. I did not not have a good time.
2: (laughs) So far, I like them in order. I like the first one the most, second one, second, third one, third.
1: Well, just... Hold on to your hat.
2: Is the fourth one gonna be fourth? Oh my gosh! <laughs> <laughs> oh man.
1: So, uh, Virginia, any pop culture references? I mean, we're pretty. You're pretty. You're already steeped in, diehard lore.
2: Yeah, not any that I didn't already get from the first two movies. No. Um, everything was pretty well established in the first movie, I think. Um,
1: yeah. Yeah,
2: I. I got nothing.
1: Fair enough. I think we already talked about the... Like, today, This you can't make this movie today. Not quite. Well,
2: pay yeah. Payphones were surprisingly important in this
0: movie.
2: <laughs> surprisingly. What was? Payphones. Yeah, payphones don't exist. Anymore. Yeah, like, yeah. Jeremy Irons could say, go to the payphone at... Twenty fourth and Lexington. I don't even know if that's a real intersection. <laughs>
1: um,
2: and the phone could just be gone. Like maybe it doesn't even work anymore. Maybe there's no receiver. Like that's a completely unreliable way to conduct your terrorism in today's United States of America. I'm just saying.
0: Yeah, if they made it, and, and they had cell phones back then, but they didn't have smartphones. And I think that if they made this movie today, it would have to be a lot more smartphone reliant because there are no there aren't really any payphones to go to
2: yeah um, exactly
0: and i also don't think that if they made this today that they could make it in new york and not necessarily because of the 911 issue it's because they they had to shut down a lot of new york to make this i mean cuz you had explosions going off you had uh when when they when they film a chase scene you have to sh- shut down traffic for like entire days and, yes. and to to do to film these uh, chase scenes and their chase scenes were going through very major parts of the city. Central Park is like in the heart of New York City, you know, so it's well named. Yeah. <laughs> so I don't think that if they made this today that they could actually make it in New York. They'd have to do like the Avengers and say that they're in New York, but they're actually in Atlanta, you know, or something like that. Or Cleveland. They. Gosh,
1: I don't live in. Cle- I used to live in Cleveland and they just shut down all of <laughs> All of downtown
0: for uh, Winter Soldier, a couple other ones. Yeah, and they just maybe go to New York and film some establishing shots or something like that. Yeah, we'd go to the
1: movies and we'd we'd um, we'd uh, we'd yell out buildings like Cleveland
0: buildings, like (laughs) there's a terminal tower (laughs) that is not New York City. (laughs) Well, it's like the, the the scene at the end of the first Avengers movie, where uh, at the the end credit scene, where they're all sitting in the diner and they're eating <laughs> and they're eating shawarma oh, and stuff. Yeah. I was like, I know where that I know where that restaurant is. I've never <laughs> eaten there, but I've passed it several times.
2: <laughs> uh, do y'all have anything else to discuss? I uh, I do not. Sean, no,
1: I don't think so. Sean, I do have one question for you. Okay, are, are you mad at me?
0: No. <laughs> okay.
2: Good.
0: I didn't think so. No, Shane, it's all, it's always fun. i
2: fear that you're going to kick us off the kick us <laughs> off the network.
0: Not for that. <laughs> not well, because some... you don't, not because you don't agree with me on movies. <laughs> <laughs>
2: so Sean, why don't you tell everybody where they can find you?
0: Right here on cosmicpotato.com. I've got uh, I've got 3 shows that I do in in addition to all the other stuff that we have available, uh, Cosmic Potato the Super Fan talk Podcast, where we talk about all kinds of pop culture stuff, uh, you know, everything from Star Trek to Doctor Who and Star Wars and stuff, and uh, the Landing Party, which is a Star Trek after show where we break down uh, all the plot points for Star Trek Discovery, and we'll be doing the same for Picard when it starts up. Uh, Yay, Picard! Yeah. I'm so excited.
2: <laughs>
0: That's gonna be great. <laughs> and then uh, I also do the Mayberry files where uh, Troy and I Troy Wood and I uh, watch and review every episode of the Andy Griffiths show just because we can mm-hmm.
2: So you can find us on a bunch of platforms like iTunes Stitcher and Spotify. Um, you can also find us on weightyou've com for links, social media, and contact information.
1: Leave us some feedback and let us know if you have any suggestions for movies or TV shows we should watch. That's our show for today. Next time, we'll be continuing our month of threes by watching Alien 3. Yeah. We'll be shaving our heads for the podcast. Wait, what? Oop, oh, spoilers.
2: <laughs>
1: Thanks for listening.